0: Shravya Adusamili is the founder and CEO of Mango People, an Ayurvedic-inspired makeup brand that is inclusive of all skin tones and champions natural non-toxic formulas. Keep listening to learn how Shravya pivoted from chemical engineering to launching a beauty brand of her own. Hi everyone, welcome to Founded Beauty, a podcast dedicated to beauty entrepreneurs built some of the biggest brands today so I'm using this platform as a way to hopefully help and inspire each other. It can be quite a tough and lonely journey. So if you are an entrepreneur or simply just curious how to build a brand, this podcast is perfect for you. Now, without further ado, I'd like to welcome our guest for today, Thravia Ajisimili. She is the founder and CEO of Manga People, a makeup brand rooted in Ayurvedic principles and formulated with, you've guessed it, Mango Butter. Born from a personal struggle to find a nude pink lipstick that both showed up on pigmented lips and used non-toxic formulas, Mango People debuted in 2020. The brand is Sephora's first Ayurvedic-inspired makeup brand and launched with three products, including the best-selling multi-stick. I love that Sravia developed a brand by going back to her roots and exploring the use of herbs, fruits, and flowers that have been used in India for centuries. There is inevitably so many synergies in our stories, and also from studying engineering to now joining the beauty industry and sharing ancient Indian ingredients to the world. So, Shavia, thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Akash. We're really excited to speak with you today.
0: Oh well, um, honestly, like I've been literally waiting for this moment because I was. We were just talking about it earlier, and I was like, it's just incredible now. With in the especially in the Sephora landscape, that we can have brands like Mango People, uh, Vanavat, uh, Fable and Main offering like a full Ayurvedic or Indian, you know, South Asian beauty ritual for everyone to enjoy hair, skin, makeup. It's just such a cool time to be alive, and uh, just excited to be on the journey with you. But uh, before we get into the whole journey and how you all started, I do want to ask my main first question, which is, who is Travia in a nutshell?
1: Oh wow! You're you're starting with a really hard one right away. <laughs> going in it, going in it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's like an answer that'll change um, as I grow, as the years come by. But I think, I think right now, I'm I'm a daughter to to really great parents. Um, I'm a wife to an amazing husband. I'm a I'm an engineer by training, but entrepreneur by choice, and. Um, i love creating beautiful things
0: amazing well okay there is so much that we have in common so i'm so excited to talk about all of them but first up um which you don't have in common which I'm very envious of you were born in india so yeah. can you tell us a bit about sort of your upbringing in india and some of those early memories of beauty
1: yeah absolutely so yes to your point i was uh, i was i was i was born in india i was there until i was 10 years old and then i moved to canada And honestly, those 10 years, even though I was pretty young, um, definitely had a lot of effect, a lot of uh, influence of who I am today. And um, not just, again, with Mingo people, but I think just who I am as a person. um, I'm sure you can kind of understand to this, but in India, you see both sides of both worlds. You see the people who are well off, um, the way they live versus the ones that aren't as fortunate so it really, really makes you appreciate every single thing that you have in your life. Because I remember again moving to Canada, things like turning the tap tap on and drinking the water straight from the tap. These like simple little details, I think they it just it just gives you so much gratitude and makes you um, appreciate every single detail, everything that you have in your life. Um, and in terms of beauty, and I'm sure you can relate to this too. I think when I think about beauty, I think about India. I think about our mom. I think about my. Uh, I think about my grandmother. You know, they're they're the first people who introduced me to uh, makeup, to skincare, to hair care. So, um, and you know, that's how the Mango people journey started with them as well. So, I think to me, to me, beauty means my family, to all the mothers.
0: I love that, and I have to know. And obviously, I think <laughs> I know the answer. But with your beautiful mane, your hair. You've obviously enjoyed a couple of, or oh, maybe many, chumpy massages, right, from your grandma or your mum?
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely! My mom loves, and I'm sure like every Indian mom, she loves long, thick hair. She, yeah. you know, this is actually the shortest I've ever had in my hair. Um, no for way. the longest, what? for the yeah, for the longest of time, um, it, it was like past my hip bones. Um and yeah, it was it was it was every it was daily rituals. It was uh every weekend she would sit us down, put the she would actually take coconut oil and put hibiscus flowers and heat up the oil and take the flowers away and take that oil and massage it into our scalp and they run a conference like down my hair every time I'm like, Thank you, Mom, that's that's all her I didn't do anything.
0: <laughs> I mean, we owe it to them. We really do. And it's uh, it's great when we can bring their rituals to the world for everyone to enjoy because uh, it does really go beyond just um, you know our culture. It's it's a universal thing. These
1: hundred percent, hundred percent. I think I think they're very time tested. I think they're very efficacious, and I feel like I'm mean, I'm so happy they're finally getting that credit that they deserve in the Western world. And I'm really happy that yeah. you know brands like us can champion that.
0: Exactly. So now let's get to <clears throat> dying to talk about. Engineering, because uh, I don't know if you know, Xavier, but I also was an engineer for four years. Um, I was an electrical electronic engineering very... degree, um, holder. Um, yep, it was uh, it was what it is. Engineering, <laughs> you know what it you probably can relate. Uh, loved it and hated it. Those the perfect two words to explain it. It's very hard, but at the same time, so grateful for what I learned in engineering. You know, there's no better school than. I think, an engineering school. But tell me about how you started. What? Well, why chemical engineering? And then, I guess, today, why not chemical engineering?
1: <laughs> I, I really, there's a more cooler story to this. But basically, in, I lived in a town called Fort McMurray. And that's where all the oil wells are. And that's where every every person, you know, every dad, every mom, they're engineers. They're mostly chemical engineers. And Um, Twelfth grade came and we had to choose our university. We had to choose our you know which degree we're pursuing. And um, for me, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. That's always been the end goal. Um, Of course, makeup kind of was a little bit more random. Um, I was I didn't really really expect it to go into like a good into the cosmetic world. But I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. So for me, I was like, what is a degree that I could do? Um, that'll give me the best credibility, that'll, that I can graduate the soonest, but I can still get a really good job, make enough money and work really hard for the next five years. So I have a good amount of capital and I can start my own company. Again, didn't know which, what it was going to be. So after doing a little bit of research, I came up with engineering. It's a four to five year degree. You get a great job right after graduation. And with chemical engineering in particular, um you get a pretty nice salary with that so unfortunately i it's not so much of a passion project i think it was just something um that's very practical and something that i had to do to get to a place where i wanted to be so that's how i chose a degree yep
0: and I, I, I and i guess today like it's uh, probably taught you so many things that either indirectly or directly you can use right in uh, in building a business today cuz i think oh. a lot of people assume Engineering to finance is that perfect kind of uh, i guess um, path, but actually engineering to entrepreneurship is hugely connected, um, so yeah I think it 's something that uh, I see more and more today these uh, hidden engineers within our beauty entrepreneur community so it 's quite fun to see to see some um, but one thing I do want to kind of ask you before we go to the next topic is you know what advice would you give someone who is you know studying potentially a Either something that, um, you know, either as family, uh, sometimes we do have sometimes like family, uh, not enforced, but uh, encouraged sometimes, especially in Asian culture. At the same time, they also make mistakes of just choosing something that they think they would like. Like me, I loved math and physics and I thought engineering would be perfect, mix of both, but it actually wasn't. And they feel a bit jaded or stuck, Um, but they know they want to try something else. Like, What advice would you give knowing how you pivoted later on?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I think my advice is: I think being self-aware is really important. So, when it, when when you get to a point where you're like, "Oh, this might not be for me," I think instead of like the your first instinct being to quit that thing, I think I would just sit down and maybe make a to do list. Like, what is what are your interests? What is that? It what what makes you happy? What do you think that you'll be good at? Why isn't this degree or this program not working for you? What what do you think like another option would be? Um, because my my advice is that you want to you want to do something that you love, of course, hundred percent. But at the same time, you want to make sure that you're approaching that, you're taking that path in the most efficient way possible. That way, when you're looking back and you say, "Oh my God, I wasted so much money trying to figure out or so much money or so much time, whatever it is, trying to figure out what I want to do." Um, but I, I just feel like if you can just ground yourself, you can just sit down and take a minute to think what it what it is that I want to do. Um, I feel like the answer can actually come to you pretty quickly.
0: Such great advice. And thanks for sharing that. I think it's something that uh, a lot of people are struggling with. And I think it's just helpful to know from some people like yourself that have pivoted and done such great things. You know, don't worry, just move forward and just listen to yourself and go with your gut and what you're passionate with. And trust me, success will follow. It sounds uh, like something from a magnet, but it does work. So it just... Oh no,
1: it really does. It's a
0: little reminder. Yeah. It's just a reminder to anyone. I want to, I just, you know, I want to get to Mango People because there's so much we want to talk about. And I know there's other stuff we have done on the journey, but uh, let, let's just get straight into it. So tell tell me first about how Mango People, you know, became to be and was born.
1: So I, I mean, I think this is probably where we draw parallels again with what the word brands. My story also started with my mom. Um, and, you know, I, I grew up in a South Asian household, so my mom has always been very particular and very mindful about what we what we eat, but also what we put on our skin. She used to read the ingredients. She used to make sure, like, what brand is it? Like, if we were to buy a hair like a hair oil or a moisturizer from some of the stores, and and what, when it came to makeup, she was even more particular about it, knowing all the ingredients that go into it. She was just really worried that it would damage our skin, so. I, I as long as I lived with her I never touched makeup well, unless it's like a very very special occasion then we get permission from her um, but I again when I started engineering I moved away from home and I was like okay this is my time I'm gonna go go to the store grab some products so I remember I grabbed a concealer and a lipstick and, and again I've never done a full face of makeup while in college but those are the two products that I almost use on the daily and I remember when I was in my second year I learned that my Again, this lipstick that I wore every single day, but also ate because I have a very bad habit of biting my lips when I get stressed out, and I'm sure you can relate to this. When you're engineering, you're yep. always stressed out, so oh, yeah, I would just go. Th- I would just go through like a lipstick every month, and I would just eat so much of the ones that I'm wearing. So yeah, and, and again, I, I found out that my favorite lipstick was made with petroleum byproducts, and then the colors were again. This is like a drug. Direct- quote from google it was the colors were derived from coal tar Mm. honestly i was just absolutely mortified because here i am taking such good care of what i eat what i put on my skin but when it came to makeup i just didn't have i didn't i i was pretty much picking about choosing to put the worst of the worst on my skin slash also eating it unfortunately at the same time so i i went to the i went back to the store and tried to find alternatives unfortunately At that time, most of the companies were there just making very inaccurate marketing statements. And when I did find like a brand or two that genuinely did have really great ingredients, the shadering just wasn't very inclusive. Like I would try their deepest shade and it would look like concealer on me. And I'm not even that deeper tone of a person for like a person of color. So I, I only imagine what it must feel like for other people who are much deeper than me. Yeah. And this whole process, honestly, was just so frustrating. And I feel like I wasn't even asking for the mood and the stars. All I wanted was one nude pink lipstick that just looked really great on my skin tone that didn't make me look gray or washed out and one that's been really great ingredients. Um, and, and I'm sure you could relate to this again. Like, I feel like as engineers, like our, we're just problem solvers. That is who we are to our core. So I was like, all right, you know what? let me see if I can just make something of my own. So the first thing I did was I I went to a few chemists, talked to them, but but again, it came to the same thing. They just wouldn't understand what I mean by like certain skin tones, certain colors working for certain skin types. And I would have to sit there, explain to them. And they'd be like, okay, okay, we understand what you're saying. And they would come back with samples and they would look exactly the same to me. It was the same like white concealer, super gray washing out products and again i was like okay maybe i should just do this on my own so i i used to um so after after college or in between in between classes i would just spend time researching i could i would read any and every technical document possible online about how is makeup made what goes into it what are the good the bad the ugly ingredients what is my criteria to judge these ingredients and once once I figured out, okay, the idea that I have is viable, um, I started making like a preliminary ingredient list. And I don't think I realized at that time, but so much of that list was inspired and influenced by our, our South Asian culture because it was all these ingredients that my mom was using in the kitchen. And again, it just came so naturally to me because I feel like we grew up watching our mom's grab things from the fridge, grab things from the counters, mixing it together, putting it on her face, putting it on her hair as a care care and skincare. And again, these are very efficacious products that work really well. So I think that really inspired that ingredient list. And um whatever I didn't have I ordered online. And after college I used to come home. I used to do my homework and I used to go to her kitchen, grab things and kind of tinker away. Um unfortunately there was a little bit of an accident that made my mom's kitchen pink and But my parents were so so sweet and supportive they set up like a a DIY lab they're like all right let's leave your mom's kitchen alone so they set up a really nice lab for me in their basement and yeah basically ever since then um for the next four years I was just in that basement experimenting and by the time I graduated I had the three products that we currently sell right here
0: that is well um, thank you for sharing and that's so um well I think very inspiring to many people out there that uh yeah, it's a mixture of putting in the work, uh, dreaming, and and um, kind of using your your own superpowers, whether it's your culture, your heritage, your mind, your knowledge. It's like it's really exciting to see how you've cultivated everything into these the first three products. Can, can you tell us a bit about uh, the three products? So there's obviously the multi stick. Yeah. which I, I don't know if that's your hero, or um, I, uh, I guess you could tell us which is your heroes. Or all three are your heroes. Like uh, the three. Was it? What's it? Powerpuff Girls, yeah. Is it what's what's the heroes where there's three of them? Yeah, something like that. But yeah, yeah are they yeah, all yeah. the three bestsellers?
1: <laughs> no, no, of course. So yes, yeah. we have our multi sticks with eight shades. We have our bronzes yeah. and our highlighters with three shades each. So our multi sticks yeah. are definitely our hero products. Um, and this one again, this one definitely in, was again inspired by my days in college. Like the one lipstick I mentioned to you earlier. I used to use it on my cheeks and as well, as well as on my eyes because, again, I was a broke college student. Like, buying two products is a lot, let alone like a whole makeup routine. Um, and I later, again, later realized that was a terrible idea. You're not supposed to put certain ingredients on your eyes. But that's, that's one of the reasons why I made the multi space. I wanted a product where it's, again, it's multi use. You can buy one, but use it many times for different reasons. And it's also like really easy to use and on the go. And, and you know, as an entrepreneur, I feel like the minute I wake up, it's like, go, go, go. But I still want to put together, look put together. So my makeup routine literally takes me three minutes. I take a little bit of concealer, apply it on my face. I use my multi sticks on my eyes, lips, chin, cheeks, and I'm ready to go. I look put together, even though I might not always be. So I think that's the reason why our, our, they are our best sellers. And I think the shade range is also really wonderful. I, I truly feel like no matter what skin tone you have, you can find like that one that one perfect shade that really accentuates your natural beauty, and that is yeah. my intentions. While with building that building that ring, so I'm really I'm really happy that it was it's such a big hit. Um, yeah. And then followed by our highlighters and bronzers. So you know our again our highlighters, I always love that dewy. Um, you slept for like ten hours. You drank all the water you need to. ate all the food that you're supposed to. All the green leafy vegetables and stuff putting them on the side of the out of the plate but of course you know we can't always have all these things and when I do like when I do these things my skin has this like beautiful glow to it and I just kind of wanted to recreate that on days when I won't be able to do all these things and that's where our highlighters came in they have this like very gentle shimmer so like when you apply them they give you like a beautiful natural dewy glow. and so it almost looks like you woke up very radiant it's like part of your skin um, and lastly, of course, are bronzers. They just add this beautiful, sun kissed look throughout the whole year. And they're so easy to use because I feel like bronzers can be so scary and intimidating. But I think with ours, they're in a stick form. So we just have to swipe a little bit away and blend it off. And then it looks like it's part of your skin.
0: So, I mean, I also want to talk a bit about the ingredients uh, in detail because you have some similar ingredients to us, ashwagandha, uh, chifala with amla, Indian gooseberry, brahmi. So tell us a bit about some of the hero ingredients and why you chose them.
1: No, that's a really great question. So I think with the Ayurveda part, it came really naturally to the brand again, because again, because of my mom and how we grew up. um, Ayurveda has always been part of our lifestyle in terms of like the food we eat, the skincare, the hair care. And I really wanted to bring that into my makeup and really tied that as well. So it has like a whole 360 approach to it. Um, but again, I wanted to be really mindful. I never wanted to come off as marketing. So I really spent a lot, a lot of time researching, talking to Ayurvedic specialists and um, uh, practitioners in India, trying to figure out what would be the best ones to include as part of our formulations. And again, speaking to it as um, as a consumer, I had a lot of acne growing up. I had a very sensitive skin that was extremely irritable. And uh, when I apply my makeup, I can like feel my skin like tingling and starting to get irritated. And by the end of the day, I almost wanted to like claw my skin off. That's how irritated it got some days. And again, that was just really frustrating. I wanted to use makeup that didn't irritate my acne prone skin. That didn't make me like, you know, make my skin worse and make my acne flare worse. So um, that's when I was introduced to these adaptogenic herbs and, and I'm sure we I mean, we can talk about how great they are all day but with mango people in particular, um, we incorporate ingredients like ashwagandha because they have these like incredible, calming, pacifying properties um, and we have so many reviews from people who have acne prone skin that are like your products are the only ones that work for my skin, they're the only ones that don't irritate my eczema skin. I think the mm-hmm. biggest reason, and I think that huge credit of that definitely goes to these incredible adaptogenic herbs that are part of our formulations. And I know for a fact, um, moving forward with all our new R&D, we'll, we'll be sure to include um, Ayurvedic ingredients. And again, in a very, very meaningful way that fits right with that skew and that would genuinely add value.
0: It's, um, you know, we have, the problem we're going to have is is there's, Thousands and thousands of ingredients that are disposable. Oh my so
1: god! Yes. There's no yes. shortage
0: of ideas there, right? It's just choosing them. That's the hard part sometimes because they're all so good and they all have different benefits.
1: Hundred percent. I think the way I approach it is I I think about like what I'm trying to accomplish. Like again, like we if you look at our ingredient list, we don't have filler ingredients. Every single ingredient genuinely has like a purpose to it. So I always write down like what are what are, what am I trying to accomplish with this product. And of the ingredients that are available to me, which would be the most, which would add the most value. And then that's how we choose the ingredients. But you're absolutely right. There's just so many to choose
0: from. <laughs> I mean, I mean, one thing I will say, but I think now with more of us, it's going to be easier. It's the supply side of these ingredients in like, if, you know, we make our products in the U.S. and, the labs that don't really usually order these ingredients and having the right. demand planning for having enough stock and sourcing and getting it from India sometimes. And that's the hard part a little bit, where I, I don't know about you, but like, yeah, my like, um, production time can be quite long because we don't yes. need kind of off the cut, just white labeled ingredients and products. Right, um, right. But- the, you know, no, maybe maybe I, one day we'll all come together and we'll make an Ayurvedic lab in the US. That'll be amazing.
1: Oh, uh, oh my god! Yes, I love that. Yeah. I want to write that down. Yeah.
0: Let's uh, let's manifest it. I think that's yes, needed. Yes, I love it. Uh, I love it. But know, it's it's great that um, that I find uh, find these ingredients now becoming more and more mainstream by more and more brands showcasing it and not running away. One story I'll share with you is, um, and you know, I have no problem in naming things, but because. We we move forward, but like when I was first talking to Sephora, you know, they were first like, "Take out Ayurveda. No one's gonna know what that is," and they were right in their mind to say it because we were the first Ayurvedic brand at one point, like three, four, you know, years ago, coming in, they didn't know what that that word would resonate with the customer, and I was like. I know no one will know what Ashwagandha is, what Dashmul is, what Ayurveda is. But if we take it out, we lose our brand and we will not start the conversation that's needed. So I'm willing
1: 100%, to lose yeah. out on
0: sales. But I guarantee you, this is, old, this is older than us. This is not something new. This is 45,000 years. Like You can't tell me that this is like no one should know because... We need to make people know because it's 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 yeah. history. So um, yes. so anyway, uh and then you know, all these articles come out in the year after cool. and everyone's like, uh Ayurveda is the next big market and this and that. And then they're like, Hey, can you put more of Ayurveda in? And I'm like, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if I listen to you <laughs> <laughs> I would have lost it all. So uh you know, it's great to now see you guys um uh kind of like um not when I say you guys, I mean retailers and everyone like out there uh Allow us to champion our story because it it needs to be heard, not not fizzle down, you know. And uh, the more brands out there that are unapologetically putting these brands, these names, and ingredients out there, the better chance we have to be understood and listened to. Really, is that
1: hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent agree with you with everything that you mentioned? And it's so interesting because I feel like brands like you who came ahead of us have definitely championed it even more. Uh, because when we had conversations with Sephora, they were actually like, "Can you talk more about about your Ayurvedic ingredients?" So,
0: yeah, I mean, I do I do believe it. Sometimes merchant level, you know, you know how it is yeah. Maybe <laughs> yeah, that maybe uh, it was, I don't want to take the credit. Maybe it was just your your merchants got it before at one point when we had the conversation. But uh, I mean, I'm so blessed with our merchants today, and we're so we're so grateful. But uh, uh, we have always had great merchants. It's the same team. But I'm just saying, it's more like. Uh, I don't blame them, right? It's something that I've just had to, uh, we've all had to deal with, let's be honest. And and, and, and it's something that I understand. Yeah. Like, yeah. in a certain place, like, I go to do all my trainings and I ask, do you know Ayurveda? And no one puts, not many people put their hands up. So I completely get it's a valid question. Yeah. Because people, yeah. Uh, it's also why in my slogan, sometimes I say ancient Indian beauty secrets, not Ayurvedic beauty secrets, because it's sometimes easier, you know, to explain from a one-liner. But I, I'm hoping I can. Yeah, we get to a point where everyone will be like, "I know it, I know it." Uh, I mean, but uh, we'll, we'll get there.
1: I think. We'll get there. Yeah. I, I mean, I think we're already making so much progress. I yeah. I mean, when 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 we talk about our ingredients, people are always interested. They're always like, "Tell us more. Uh, what do you us use more. this one? What's ashwagandha?" And I think that's. I think yeah. that's what's most important to me. As long as a customer says like, Test, "Tell us more," and they're open to new ingredients, yeah. said I think that's, that's the, the key. Yeah.
0: And I think it just shows how important education is because I think the main battle comes in the sense of like, you know, an empty shelf. Sorry, like an empty, when I say an empty shelf, but like, you know, just a product sitting on a shelf and someone picking it up without right. that person explaining it. It's hard because there's so many products. They say, oh, I, I can't pronounce that. I don't know what that is. Put it back. Just go to the her. next product, right? If we're there, yes amazing but i think the great thing is is a lot of consumers are changing their habits to be willing to learn and to like yeah. you know what i'm gonna take a photo of this let me research that later um so that's the exciting thing is i'm seeing a shift in consumerism based on the willingness and want to educate and learn more and more um so that's a great great thing to have um so yeah it's just a uh, it's not even starting. It's it's it, we're in it, and I'm, it's it's exactly to your point. It's an exciting place to be. Um, one thing I do want to ask is sort of rituals when it comes to your products. Like, is there a sort of ritual you recommend uh, for someone to enjoy Mango People when they do their routine?
1: That's oh, that's a really good question. I um, I mean, this is something that I personally do. Um, yeah. You know, for for me, doing makeup. It is part of my wellness routine and part of my time to again my day I just feel like I'm, our days are just so so chaotic for me getting ready I put my music on it's just it's just my time and there's no one interrupting it and I love that and and I think like when I when I, when, when I look good when I feel good and when I look put together I feel like I have a much more productive day when I'm instead of like when I'm just in my pajamas and my hair bun trying to work so I I know I, I get up, I again, like I wash my face, I make sure my skin is very, very well prepped because again, like I think the biggest thing is to always make sure your skin is like well prepped. And I just, again, I just put a little bit of concealer. I use my Gulabi like, Multi-Stick on my eyes, lips and cheeks. And I love the way, I feel like it's, I think another thing with makeup is it's, it's just so sensorial. Like I love the way it just melts into your skin. I love the way it sits on my lips. I haven't, I have stopped using lip balm such a long time ago which is saying a lot because i've extremely chapped lips and my lip biting habit yeah. doesn't help help with that um though yeah. with mingo people with the Gulabi multi again i just feel like i'm I'm taking care of my skin it almost feels like i'm like moisturizing adding all these incredible things to my skin it doesn't feel like i'm wearing another layer because i don't feel like oh, i gotta take this off before i go to bed sometimes i forget that i have makeup on you know, and that's how lightweight these products are yeah. which i absolutely love um yeah yeah, I I hope I answered. I hope I answered your question.
0: No, you did. And I love it. And I love uh, <laughs> I love also getting a little insight into what's your shade. It's Gelubi's. That's good to know. Oh
1: my That's God. I can't <laughs> I can't live without it. I was like, if there's a fire, I have to go I have to go grab it. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, I'm just obsessed with your your names, like Jellaby and stuff like it's like it's so cool. I love it. Um Thank you. But, uh, Thank you. Um, one thing I do want to ask is <laughs> about Sephora Accelerate because that's something you guys participated in, and you know you're yeah. one of the few that's um, graduated to also the launch in Sephora. So, can you tell us a bit about that experience? And anyone thinking about uh, applying to Sephora Accelerate,
1: absolutely! Oh my god, I honestly it's definitely one of those life changing milestone moments and. anyone that's thinking about it and I recommend this to all my founder friends as soon as the application was live I told all of them that you have to apply it's such an incredible program and again just being very honest I definitely went in there with um you know a little bit you know again like I feel like sometimes we just see so much of this like tokenism um in the world that I was like okay let's not get our expectations too much let's just see how it goes but oh my God, I was just so pleasantly blown away with the reception of the Sephora team. Um, they genuinely care about these BIPOC owned brands. And I and I remember uh, during the graduation, the CEO of, of Sephora at the time spoke and he said, Don't think like we're like we're doing you any favor by having you participate in this program. Like we are grateful that you chose to chose to be part of the program. We're grateful that you took the time to be here because we believe in your brands and we know how much you can accomplish. So I absolutely love that. They genuinely, again, like care about the brands. They had these incredible founders that I looked up to for such a long time that came and spoke to us and shared their two cents. And we got a little bit of insight. Actually, in fact, that's where I first well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. We like didn't directly talk, but that's where like I first no, I was met that, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. that's, yeah. I
0: know. And, and that's why I was like, I saw you guys and I was like, I was like, oh my God, Banga people. It's, I was so like excited to be uh, yes, like, kind of no, part and of this for Accelerate I, when you guys were there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I loved your session too. And again, like, again, I, again, not to be creepy, but you know, I've been following your socials for a long time. I loved everything that you did with Fable and Maine and seeing you seeing you there sharing your insight sharing your experience it was just so so wonderful and it's so great to see that I think it just again puts things in perspective because you're like okay I because some days it just gets so overwhelming and you're like what am I trying to do there's just such a competitive space can I make a difference and then you see brands like and then you see speakers like you come along and you're like no like listen we started small we were here and look where we are now i think it just gives you it just fills you with so much hope but i think that's what that program was for me it just filled me with so much hope and um it just i think it just i just came out of it so inspired i was like you know what if all of these people can do it so can i um and and not to mention we we i made such good friends in the program that i still like you know we get connected to we have like a group chat where we share all our resources now i have like this Cohort of like friends that I could always reach out to if I have any questions, and you know, to your point, I think entrepreneurship can be so lonely at times, and it's great to have those people um, to reach out to whenever you need.
0: And 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 I will say, like um, having done a few Sephora Accelerate years with sometimes a mentor, or a teacher, I um, the team like uh, Sabah, Kristen, like they're the oh my best God. people. So like,
1: great, yes, yeah.
0: you're in like the safest hands. Real champions of our stories and um 100 you're right you know with all these programs i think there has to be a sense of hmm let me just like make sure what is this about like is this a bit of like ticking a box is this this but it's sephora accelerate it's just it's built different and i'm not even affiliated with it and i'll say like it's (laughs) very very uh yeah and it doesn't hurt like you know this is one thing of many things you'll need to do in building a brand like just yes. thinking about it apply and it could it could completely change your brand's trajectory and 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 no matter what you'll make great friends and learn a few things it's a great 100%. Yes Absolutely so uh, no thanks for sharing that cuz i think uh, it's something that a lot of people um uh, are thinking about just are unsure fully about people's real experiences and i think it's great that we can talk about it off a sephora moment right because then it's obviously going to be like sephora uh, <laughs> uh, pro sephora but i think oh, we're
1: clearly
0: unapologetically saying we are pro sephora so it's, it makes sense so yeah so i love that and but what was it like then uh before we wrap it up and into fire and i just want to ask one thing: like what was it like to then you know, not every brand gets to then eventually right. launch in Sephora. So how was how was that
1: like? So, oh my God, it was amazing. So, and I think this is where our merchants really came through. So and I didn't realize this until I had my first merchant meeting. So it turns out um, they were actually interested. Sephora actually found out about mango people a while ago. And, you know, one of the merchants that we work with was actually interested in, you know, starting to have these conversations about mango people being launched at Sephora um, and then, but then she came back, she saw, I think she was on vacation and I think she came back and saw our name on the Accelerate sheet. And she's like, oh, this is great. This is meant to be. And um, and again, which is such it's, it's such a, a full circle moment because our merchants have been absolutely amazing. They have been pretty much holding my hand, our hand through this whole entire process because I'm sure you can understand launching at Sephora is a, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot, like not just, time wise, but it also takes a lot of your money, a lot of your resources. (laughs) And, and, you know, again, we're a small brand, we're self-funded. So it, it was definitely very scary. Um, but again, we had such a great support team, um, that we can reach out anytime. So I think that really made the process so much more easier. And, um, yeah, I think we've been working on the launch for the past year and, and we launched on August 18th. And so far, so far, it's been really great.
0: Um, so proud of you guys. And it can be quite a controversial topic about like raising, not raising. Da, 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 da. I'm self-funded oh, today yes. too. And right. it's a luxury as well to to self, to self raise and not raise and self-funded. 100%, but generally yeah. speaking, if, if businesses can self-fund at their pace and grow at their pace, as long as they can, I think it's a great thing to do because it's so important to just make sure at the very early stages, your vision is the first and primary vision. I think when you have stakeholders yes. involved, that wants to, you know, I'm sitting in a place today where I have, you know, 300 founder friends, 300 people come on those podcasts, and you know, so many are looking to sell their business, and I'm like, right, I just got started, like,
1: yeah, just, like you
0: launched, like just what, like a year ago, two years ago, right, and right, and there's so many people involved, there's fund they, they've raised, and you know, they want to get the quick exit and quick buck, and you know, and it's. And I think when you self-fund, you, you inevitably have to go slower because the funds are limited. You have to listen very closely to what's happening everywhere, every pulse of the business. And um, you also retain majority, so later on it's better for a new raise. Um, but I think there's a big superpower in self-funding as far as long as you can. And I don't think it's talked about enough, in my opinion. So I just want to say 100%. I really appreciate that you, you mentioned that you know, you're self-funded, you still launched in Sephora, you didn't fundraise before your launch. I think that's really cool.
1: No, I I think you I think you nailed it. I mean, again, like, I just don't think there's like one way to do it. Whatever works for no. you works for you. At for me at that time, the best way for me to do it because again, I didn't have any network, I didn't have any connections. I was like a 23 year old trying to do this. My my best thing for me to do was to use whatever resources that I have to launch the brand and to continue it. So, but again, if you have if you have the network and you're like, oh, I can get this done if I can fundraise this would be much better for my company then of course you can take that route but yes I will say it is 100% possible to do everything you want without taking on outside money
0: oh so like some people are unable to fundraise and then they feel that that's a block, but actually yes, it's uh, not. Can still yeah. come back to that and wait a bit longer. And then there are, there are incredible ways, whether it's grants, you know, obviously bank loans, whether it's yeah, you know, yeah. to, to figure out ways to get the capital you may need and work with your suppliers on creative ways to get like, you know, whether it's a retail agreement to get... Uh, order value in to then produce or uh, suppliers to work with you on some creative ways to start in 100%. a mindful wow. approach. Uh, you just have to be creative and ask. But generally speaking, um, I think it's a, it's it, it. There's no right way. There's always just your way. But I just want to make people know yes. that's a good option if that is a way. Uh, <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's it. Uh, so before we, like we're going to fire and questions, I gotta ask <laughs> you the future of manga people. What is on the pipeline? What's in the horizon?
1: Yes. Oh my god. So you know, it's we just celebrated our third birthday a few days ago. And I think our customers are so ready for newness. They've been asking, they've been waiting, they've been so patient. And I'm sure you can relate to this. Part of being so conscious about the ingredients that you use, it takes a lot of R&D because a lot of the labs are, again, you know, they just pull whatever that's on the shelf and they offer that to you. And that's just not the route that we take. Um, And we have a very, very long list of blacklist ingredients, so it can be very difficult to take our product from ideation to make them come alive. So anyways, we've been working really hard the last three years. We have um, some newness coming up next year that I'm really, really excited about. A lot of it, you know, again, requested by our community members. Um, we're very, very grateful to have such a tight knit community that they always tell us, like, can you do this? Can you do that? So I don't even have to i most of the time. They'll just tell you what to do. And I'm like, sure, we'll get this yeah. done. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, no, honestly, they send us like emails, paragraphs on paragraphs. which is So I'm just I'm so grateful for them. Um, but yeah, we have, I think that for the rest of the year, I just really want to focus on solidifying this incredible partnership that we have with Sephora. And yeah, have a lot of really nice, uh, really Cool and um really exciting you just coming up next year that i just cannot wear to share, share with share with everyone
0: oh, I'm so, well i'm gonna be championing you guys uh, every single step of the way and uh, i'm just excited to see what the future holds and uh yeah i think everyone says feels the same sentiment so just watch this space everyone i guess um but now before we wrap it up i have First, a desert island situation. So you're on a desert island. <laughs> I, th- I think I already know your answer, but just in case. yes. <laughs> what is that one mango people and shade that you're bringing with you on this desert island?
1: Yes, it, it's definitely the Galadon multi-stick. I, I genuinely cannot live without it. Ever since I made it, I have not gone a single day, and I swear on my life on yeah. this, I have not gone a single day without using it. I
0: love it. I love I, it. And, <laughs> and um, I, I, I fully understand, because as a founder, you're going to create product. First and foremost, for you, and then yes, you're You, it. <laughs> you know, then it's very. It's we're just selfish guys. We're just creating products I'm that fine, we needed a That's what it is. We're also,
1: yeah. yeah, we're also like the test dummies, right? Like, how would you know are the the the, are the Like, I, like. Yeah, we're the guinea pigs. So I have to get a shade that I like. That way I can keep testing I, and I can wear I it every day and give you feedback. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I feel you. I, I understand. Um, so now, fire around questions and then I'll let you go and build an empire because I don't want to keep you t- for too long. <laughs> but first up, my first question is What's another beauty brand that you're currently loving right now?
1: oh my god i okay i guess i shouldn't say fable and main since we're on the podcast i do. not you
0: know i know but i do (laughs) do use
1: the oil every single day but um i
0: appreciate it
1: (laughs) i think another product so i've never been a mask person um there's this uh, indie brand they're pretty newly launched brand called kindia they have these incredible sheet mask and they are biodegradable and I don't know if you ever had this, but with sheet masks, I hate the way they like slip off. Like it's almost like I can't move. I have to sit in, like, I just can't move. I have to sit there until like the 10 minutes is up and I have to take it off. But with these ones, I can literally put them on. I could clean, I can cook, I can work, and it's just still there the whole time. It just, I have incredibly dry skin. It just gives my, it just makes me look like I drank so much water. It's so well hydrated. So I love their mask. It's called, it's a brand called Kindia. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's actually a South Asian owned brand.
0: Yeah, I can, I'm going to go buy some now. That's insane. Okay, great. Thanks oh, you'd that love time.
1: it. Yeah, of oh course. Oh my
0: God, love. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Bookmark. Um, my next question is, um, what or where is your happy place?
1: Oh, okay. So I, I I, hope I don't sound corny, but I do mean it from the bottom of my heart. I, It's definitely my husband. I love, love yeah. spending time with him. Um, I don't know, every time I get stressed out or spend time with him, I feel like I completely become zen, and life just, I just get everything back into perspective. So I think, yeah, I would say my husband, my family, just spending time with him just really grounds me.
0: I love that. It was such a beautiful um, response. So thank you for that. And uh, it's not corny at all. That's a a (laughs) perfect answer. (laughs) Uh, And I'm sure if he was listening, he'll be like, yes, that's a great answer. (laughs) My next question is uh, what or where? No, not what. Uh, Let me do this again. My next question is what is your hidden talent?
1: Oh, I don't know if I have any hidden talents uh I oh my god I don't know I I'm really I mean this is a little bit boring but I feel like I'm really good at working like I never get distracted when I work I work the 10 hours I'm like zoned in I make my list and by the end of the day the list is done every day so yeah. I think I think I think that's I think a huge credit to that is definitely um, to engineering. I feel like because we have Eng- like seven courses, say, it, that's, no, that's literally that's, that's we
0: have engineering like
1: thing. <laughs> seven courses, labs and seminars, and all of them. We have like exams back to back. They're like three hours. Like you, you get so good at working efficiently. And I feel like one of the reasons we run so lean is because I could do a lot of the work myself without hiring anyone. Or yet so far, so yeah, that's, that's my hidden talent. <laughs>
0: And my last question is, if you weren't a beauty entrepreneur, what would you be doing right now?
1: Oh, uh, I think you might know the answer to this too. I think I'd probably just... Actually, you know, when I graduated, I got a job offer in Deloitte in the strategic yeah. operations. So I'd probably be working a desk job at Deloitte, Deloitte which I'm sure would have been fine.
0: Or somewhere. Which, yeah, which yeah, I'm sure, no sure no would have been fine. No, but, but, uh, no, not at all. But... Um, I think uh, I'm really excited. Uh, Personally, I'm more excited that you're doing Mango People. So I'm just super happy and uh, grateful that uh, the universe uh, drove you to where you are today because uh, it's very inspiring to me and I'm sure many people out there. So thank you for everything you're doing. But where can everyone continue to follow you and the brand?
1: Thank people. yeah absolutely so our brand handle on instagram is Mingo people cosmetics on tiktok we are Mingo people official unfortunately we couldn't get the same handle we're working on that
0: it happens <laughs> it, and, it'll yes. come but it'll, <laughs> yeah, it'll come
1: <laughs> um we can yeah. buy our products on sephora.com um and all, as well as on our website minglepeopleofficial.com and my personal instagram is my first and last name stravia just similarly on instagram and tiktok
0: well i'll put all the links in the summary so people can just tap straight away and stravia i just want to say thank you for sharing your story and um holding the space so elegantly and beautifully and i'm excited to hopefully meet in person to presume we're going to make that happen but uh in the meantime, um, yeah, just keep on doing what you're doing. It's just incredible. So thank you. you
1: no, know, thank you for ha- taking the time and having me on the show. I had the best time. I was definitely a little bit nervous, but this was such a great conversation. I feel like I'm just talking to my friend.
0: Well, well yeah, we are. So that I'm just that's I was <laughs> actually, I, I was actually halfway through this podcast. I was like am I being too casual and colloquial? But I'm like, no, but
1: really <laughs> no like, not at all. I just feel this
0: energy. I'm like, I feel like I'm just like uh, FaceTiming someone, like my mate. So yes. Like,
1: yes. I love that. No, uh, I had the best um, time. Thank you so much.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of Founded Beauty as much as I had making it. And if you did, please share it with a friend who you think will love it too. Founded Beauty is available on all podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music Podcasts, the ACAST app, and many more. And I'm also very proud to be part of the ACAST Creator Network. So be sure to follow the podcast so you can get episodes as soon as they drop. We really appreciate every single follow, listen, share, and review. It truly goes such a long way and helps us reach new listeners stay tuned for the next episode of the beauty and don't forget to subscribe and follow so you can be notified when it drops